What's going on, everybody? This is your host, Kirk Hill Jr., and we are back with another episode of The Review. Sorry for the delay. January's just been a real hectic month What with getting ready for the baby and a lot of things that we've been doing. But I have with me today for this episode, my girl, Lenora. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> so we're here today uh, to discuss um, something, a shared experience that we had and uh I think it's a good episode to talk about because we're, you know, just focusing on on our life and the this new phase of our lives that we're going through now and can gonna continue to be going through. Um, so I I wanted to talk about uh, Will Smith uh, specifically his book that had come out a few months ago. And our attendance of his event uh, for my birthday weekend in November last year. uh, One of the things that we did that week uh, was go to Brooklyn at the King's Theater to see Will Smith. And he came to the show uh, at and he was on a tour. And at each stop of his tour, he had different guests with him. Uh, he had one with Queen Latifah, one with um, Idris Elba. And at Brooklyn, of course, he was there with Spike Lee. Of course. So uh, it was it was really cool just to experience that. Uh, and I want to get Lenora in on it just to, you know, kind of see uh, how she felt about it, you know, because we were there and... Um, it was an, it was an experience. I know that you know you were obviously uh, a little earlier in the pregnancy at that time, but I know that it was affecting you a little bit. But uh, you know, you wanna? No, it was cool. I I like the way he um. I like I don't know who his promoters are, but or whether it was King's Theater, but I really liked the way it was presented. Like when we came in, everybody like security, everybody was mad cool um respectful you know really no problems and then we had they had the green light bookstore give those free copies but they weren't autographed but they were still free copies of the book which was crazy because i had (laughs) pre-ordered the book to like bring it to the event i had no idea that there was going to be a table full of books it was like a mountain high table but you know we grabbed the free books anyway so (laughs) I have, you have, you have an extra book. right, right. I have an extra copy, so you know everything's cool. And then I have the ticket in the book as, as like a bookmark, so that that's that's really dope. You should probably laminate that. I should, right? <laughs> yeah, it was cool. Um, I'd never been to the King's Theater before, so when I was in there, it was really nice. I think you said it had been renovated. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, it was it was a nice um, experience, uh, especially you know coming from me working at uh, the Beacon Theater when I used to work there, and you know experiencing when that what that theater is like and being used to that kind of atmosphere, I was like comparing everything like to the way the concessions were, 
to the way they were opening the doors and, you know, who when was like the time to start letting people in. Like it was weird. And I was focusing a lot on it because I'm just like, I'm not used to this. Like Beacon runs so different, but it was cool. And uh, I was a little disappointed at first because when you look at the blueprint of the theater where I got the tickets, it looked like we were close to the stage, but we actually weren't. We were actually a pretty decent distance from the stage, but it was a good um, view. We were in the center, so uh, I could still see everything. Uh, it, it was a nice um, vibe. Uh, I had gummy bears. It was pretty oh, chill. Really? Yeah, it was pretty chill. And then, but the show like pre-started like three different times because first it was like a countdown. Then it was a fitness video which nobody was doing we were all just sitting there like um we're not doing this then it was a trailer for the first episode of his uh best shape of my life youtube videos yeah so we were just watching that and which was kind of cool because like you know he gave us like that 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 early access to it and he was showing like everything because he had gained weight for the king richard role and then uh, which I hope he wins uh, an Oscar for. I haven't seen it yet, but the clips that I've seen are good. I, I didn't get a chance to watch it on HBO and, uh, Max when it was on there. I'm mad tight about that. Oh. Yeah, it's not on there anymore. You got to like buy it now or rent it. Yeah, uh, man, I missed it, but it's okay. Um, you know, I'm definitely going to try to see it as soon as I can, uh, but Oh, uh, he had gained weight for that role. And then after that, um, the pandemic happened. So then he was just kind of like stuck in that weight area. And then uh, he had realized like, oh, man, I'm in like the worst shape of my life. So he started doing all this stuff and it was cool. And it, and it was um, I get why he started it that way, because you see the videos of his struggle to work out and like the process of him deciding to write the book. Uh, and then he had an intro with like the person that helped him write the book. He came out on stage first. Like I said, it was like a lot of pre-intros to the intro. But then once Will came out on stage, everybody one everybody's cheering, and and, and I gotta say, for, for me, it felt really nice because I'm a big Will Smith fan, and for years I've been like made fun of for like liking things about will smith so yeah especially on the rap aspect uh you know having him be like my favorite rapper is like what that makes no sense but hmm? yes yes so then uh it was just kind of like once i was there surrounded by will smith fans i was like oh this is so dope like it's a comforting feeling to be like yeah like we're all here because we all like really appreciate our fans or are inspired by this guy and it was just a really dope feeling um especially the parts when he was like performing and i'm with other people that are rapping the words and like it just i just felt at home so that was um a very good reassuring feeling for me but when he first came out it was crazy because after you see that video and then you see how he looked once he came out on stage it was so drastically different he had lost so much weight and then it, he was doing this weird thing at the time where, like, he had a beard but no mustache. And I I didn't really care for that look 
uh, personally, but he was so slim, and it was just like, whoa, like, yeah, it was, it was crazy, it was crazy, and then Spike was up there, like, just being really weird with, like, the way he was asking him questions, because you could tell, like, even though it was a discussion, you could tell, like, it, it had been planned, like, I was going to read from certain parts of the book, but, uh, you know, Will is like a really chill guy because there were audience members that were just like speaking out and just saying things and asking questions. And while he's in the middle of like talking, he'd get interrupted by a fan that was saying stuff and he'd just react to the fan and he'd let the fan like divert him off of his, you know, original plan discussion and going on these tangents. But it was cool because he was like skipping around chapters of the book, but it, it, it worked. And then throughout um the presentation there were like slideshows of like different uh pictures, pictures and yeah. you know and stuff so uh it, it was really nice like he discussed you know a lot of stuff about his dad uh even like the moments before his father's passing which really uh was emotional for me and then um you know talking about his his mother and his grandmother uh, sp- he spoke about how he met Quincy Jones and how he landed the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air role. Um, and then since we're talking about that, I was really honored to be in the same theater oh, yeah. as the original Aunt Viv. Like she was in the audience, her and uh, Karen Parsons, who played Hillary. So um, Janet true. Janet Hubert is the actress who plays the, the OG Aunt Viv. And when she stood up, it was crazy because I had no idea they were even there. And we were only maybe like, I want to say 10, 15 rows back from them. Yeah. But like we were directly like behind them. And it was just like, yo, that's crazy. Like she's here. And everybody gave her like the standing ovation. And it was crazy. Like, and she wanted to sit back down. And Will was like, no, no, this is your moment. Like get your flowers, get your flowers. And I, I really appreciated that moment. Like he allowed her to have this like five to seven minute standing ovation and everybody was giving her love yeah you know and he could have easily i remember telling lenore i was like he could have easily had like made like a like an asshole joke like all right all right you know like we we still talking about me this is my book you know he could have easily did that but he was quiet and let her have her moment and i really um i really appreciated that you know whether or not that was a calculated thing or not which i don't think it was but it, it it was really it was really hard for him. Was probably back there cringing like <laughs> right right because yeah. yeah five minutes seven minutes is like a real thing in theater like mm-hmm. like yo this is crazy they keep applauding this woman but yeah he had to I mean that's the thing I like about him that even with him not um cursing and stuff in his music all his life the fact that he still became so successful is amazing it's oh, yeah. great that it was possible because i'm glad he had supporters that really supported him with that but he stood his ground on that he didn't change up because you know most artists if they want to start off nice and calm and then they start making some money and you know he had that whole like tax thing that he had to go yeah lost like all his money that was crazy yeah he could have come back and been this like nasty rapper made mad money but instead he's like no i'm still gonna be honest and you know keep the positive which is great and i think he deserves everything that he's getting now yeah 
it, it was it was really cool you know one thing that we both noticed was that throughout the entire event he barely yeah. spoke about jada and i guess you know it made sense because he you know a lot of those red table talk like episodes and all those things that were being all the tweets that jada had been saying or whatever like a lot of that was still fresh at the time so i i guess you know to not even give a chance to trigger anything it was just like let's just stick to the book you know mm-hmm. and, and, and and i mean it makes sense it's not a it's not a you know ask me about my marriage kind of thing it was just like my entire life's journey like the process of the book and everything and it was so cool like you know will's talent and ability um just was all through that that night because you know like you're doing a book reading but you're also doing an interview but you're also kind of doing q a with certain people in the audience and then after all of that was over with he had jazzy jeff come out and then they like did a whole performance and we were just like yo this is crazy so it was like a concert book reading interview all in one and it was just like yo this is crazy yeah I, i i i was i was in shock i was just like man and it was it was a really good moment um and I had to do it because that week, that week for my birthday, there was a lot of things going on and a lot of events that I wanted to do. And, you know, for a minute I was like, oh, these tickets are a little, just a tad bit pricey. I don't know if I want to do it. But then I was like, yo, this is Will Smith. Like, what am I ever going to do this again? Like this, it, it was one of those things where, you you know, sometimes you just got to bite that bullet and just allow yourself to have an experience. And you know the fact that you were there with me um made yeah, it a lot nice. made it a lot better so um i yeah. just like that he's not petty about his relationship like he his focus that night was on himself and you know raising his children and ha- being married to his wife but he didn't like dwell everybody was sitting there cuz i was sitting there through waiting but he was like no i'm better than that which I respect him even more for that because if he had started talking about her and wasted the few minutes that he had, it wouldn't have been worth it. Right. Not that she's not a good person or whatever, but it was just, it's not worth it. All those years of his art, he deserves to have his time and it is what it is. Yo. Mm-hmm. No, I want to hear all that. I mean, we do, but right, not with the art that you're. You know, your art is more important than some gossip. Yeah. Yeah, but she did help him with his book, from what he said. Yeah, she was she was part of the process. Uh, I liked that um, in the video that they played. Like he did read parts of the book, and he had said that every single person that he wrote about in the book he read, read that chapter right he he read it out loud to everybody mm-hmm. so whatever they felt you know sh- shouldn't or couldn't be discussed like they went through that process and then the fact that he did that i also respect cuz a lot of people just write books and just drop bombs and yeah. it's just like yo and you know it's like and and then the people in their personal life are like yo how how could you write that or how could you say these things or why are you you know spreading our business and airing dirty laundry you know as they like to say so you know the fact that he he did that uh i think he had 
what was it, a, a therapist or something? Some woman yeah. that was like there with him through all those parts. So that was cool too. Um, you know, I, I just feel like this process uh, of all of it, I think it was from outside looking in a very uh, rehabilitating yeah, thing he's always for him. been like that though. Even with his show, um, his movies, like getting ready for movies and things. Anytime you watch videos, he always talks about like getting into character and doing that. Some artists don't do that, right? But he's always, he's always been like real meticulous, even with raising his children. Like, yeah, he has all these vision goals, you know, boards set up, and this is what I'm gonna do. Step one to step twenty five. Right. Right. So. Yeah, I, I just, uh, I could, I could just really, I had to just give respect to all of that. And uh, even I had listened to uh, another podcast episode because um, he was getting interviewed about King Richard, but also they had, uh, the interviewer had asked him about the book and he was saying like, yeah, you know, honestly, there was a lot of stuff that I couldn't have ever spoken about until after my dad Mm -hmm. died because it's just like to do that with him still around I I, I just wouldn't have felt right so you know knowing that like he had made his peace with his father and his father had passed on it was like now I can freely just say what I need to say and know that anything that needed to be said between my father and I had already been said so that's um that was something that really uh, struck a chord with me, yeah. you know, and a lot of that book is based on like the through line of that book is really a lot of his relationship with his father and how that relationship affected literally everything else in his life. So um, uh, that's like one of my favorite aspects of the book. So now it's, it's a kind of transition. Um, we can just kind of speak about the book itself. Uh, I'll be honest, we neither of us finished the book, but um, you know, again, we're about to have a child, so yeah, uh, it's just a lot going on. But um yeah, uh everything that we could get from the book, from what we have read, uh we're going to discuss today. So uh what from the parts that you read, like what what were well, what just, was like most compelling for yeah, you? Yeah, I just focused on the the um like i like i've always liked will smith and fresh prince you know i've always liked this soap opera type things that he's done like he of course was not in the cosby show but the cosby show and fresh prince were like two shows that i didn't necessarily grow up on but when i got older i've been i binged uh, watched them Mm -hmm. so um I'm not like when I'm reading some of the things that he talks about, I'm like, oh, I didn't see that yet, or I didn't hear that song yet. And I'm starting to listen to more of his things and watch more of his stuff. But um, I focus more on the goals that he set for himself and like how he came up with those, you know, his, his way of coming up with ideas and coming up with solutions. Like he was saying something about how do you get, um, he said, would, like, he asked the question, would you like to have everything and risk losing it or nothing and then constantly, like, fight 
to get something. Mm-hmm. I'm saying, yeah, I'm, I think I'm saying it right. <laughs> so I had to like really think about that, and I'm just like, there's no middle, and there honestly is no middle ground. Like you can't have it all and not have anything either. Like so, I then answered the question for myself. And I was like, I'd rather just grind for the rest of my life than have it all and constantly dream, not dream, but live in this like pit of like, oh my God, I could lose this tomorrow. So I came up with that. That was my answer to that question. And then I was like, well, maybe as I get older, I'll change that. Cause you know, people in retirement are real quick to be like, I'm good. I don't ever want to grind again, but I've been in situations where I've had it all and it's, you know, nerve wracking because usually when you have it all, it's not, um, you don't, you're not going to be able to keep it. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, you get a good job or you, I don't know, you, you win some money in a lottery or whatever. And then eventually your focus is more on spending it than it is on saving it Mm -hmm. because it's like you know you have like when money burns a hole in your pocket things like that so i you know i've struggled with that question which was kind of cool so i i've always liked listening to him like i said you know the interviews on how he prepares for shows because he always asks these things so the book was like a puzzle to me parts the parts that i got through and i'm still reading it and then i'm trying to write a book my own book so this has been helping me <laughs> that's good and you've been laughing at me because you're like you seem to get more out of the book than i've gotten <laughs> like will smith in general i came out of that show and i was like yeah i'm like a will smith fan now so. yeah it was crazy that after that show you you were talking about it a lot and i was just like that's awesome <laughs> yeah he's cool yeah he's cool yeah i mean for for me um the book was well for one i want to say i I, i'm thinking about uh getting the audio version of it too because just to hear him talk because he 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 recorded he recorded it you know an audio version so uh i i've thought about doing that but i also just enjoy reading and you know to me if you're a really if your writing is good you can kind of hear the voice through the words like you can feel like you know that person or at least have a greater understanding of that person so uh i do want to focus on the actual reading of the book uh for me i kind of liked how the book flows almost like a mini series where it's like each thread builds into the next thread you know and it's just one thing after the other like uh my relationship with my dad leads to my relationship with my mother and her being an educator leads me to my relationship with my grandmother my grandmother and her relationship with words leads me to write the way that i write then i start to rap leads me to meeting Jazzy Jeff leads me to performing, leads me to getting broke, leads me to, you know, going to L.A., leads me to meeting Quincy Jones. Like everything just built off each other and it just went naturally evolved into the next phase of his life. Uh, So 
which is extremely hard to do. Right, and and it and it's wild because it his life has the privilege of being very episodic, where you can just have a lot to talk about. Mm-hmm. And I think in my life, do I? have that you know i am me and me and my cousin chris we we joke we used to joke all the time like man if our lives were a show like what season are we in you know like what's going on now and we're like oh this got to be like season 13 by now like we we gone through so much shit you know and we used to keep that up like yo what season is it I, i i think season 14 starts today this is wild and then when we started falling off and we're having like that that you know that dry spell where it just didn't feel like we had any momentum we're like yo i think the show got canceled like bro like when that just happening they're kind of like uh chris kirk what's up are y'all coming to the set today like that's how you that's just how me me and chris joke so you know the fact that uh will was able to just constantly have these anecdotes of his life to talk about uh you know it's a blessing and a burden at the same time because it's like that just means you've gone through a lot which means you've experienced a lot of highs and lows. So, you know, you can have a conflicting feeling of talking about it, of reflecting on it. Uh, And I could kind of feel that. But he tried to have a sense that like each chapter, each story had a message to go along with it, which was cool, you know. And then just going back to his dad, you know, right from the beginning, talking about um, the wall that he was building with his brother and, you know, having his dad be like, you know, it, it's not a wall. Stop thinking about a wall. You're not building a wall. You're laying bricks. So you're laying one brick at a time. Just focus on that one brick. And then when you look at life that way, you're like, yeah, I can lay one brick. Like, you know, I, I can do that. And then when you do that enough times, for a certain amount of time, yeah, you step back and realize, oh damn, I just built a fucking wall, you know. So it's 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 that kind of thing. Uh, and and me with my anxiety, I, I I try to think less about the wall because the wall drives me insane. Literally drives me up the wall, like you know, just trying to corny joke, but like yeah, like it it's literally that kind of thing where if I focus so much on the big picture, the day to day stuff, I kind of lose track of but if i do that day to day to be like all right what can i do today what can i get done today after a while you look back at at all the days and just like oh i've actually done a good amount of things um you know so i'm trying to focus on that and then again it kind of all coincides like hearing the way his dad was and how his dad raised him and then now after all these years for him to play king richard and kind of played that same kind of father that's like i have a plan this is what i want for my daughters this is how we're gonna do it and i'm going to like live every second of my life making sure that we follow this plan because i know my you know my i know my children deserve the world and i'm gonna make sure that they have it like it's it's really crazy you know and and even that role i'm sure made him have an even greater respect for his dad, you know, um, and me in this stage of my life, trying to understand and think about everything that my dad's done for me and what kind of dad I'm going to be. Uh, I think just 
the timing of all of that. I I think when that book came out, it was just really good for me. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, really obviously very good for Will because the book is a success. Like literally the other day, he had just posted that um, his book sold a million copies. So, oh, that's yeah, you know, so, I mean, he, he's in a good space. And like I said, if he wins the Oscar, which I really hope he does, yeah, I think that'll just be a really good like milestone in his life and a good part of his journey. And then any, anywhere that he goes from here, you know, people are down for the ride. So, um, I, I, I enjoyed it. I, you know, and I know that I'll enjoy it even more once I like actually read the entire book and finish it. So, um, we have three copies, right? (laughs) (laughs) So, you know, I'm, I'm excited. Uh, and I feel I feel good about it. It was a fun, fun experience. So yeah. to all the fathers out there, I salute you, commend you. To all the mothers doing their thing, I commend you as well. You know, parents, man, it's uh, that's a role, you know, a real tough role in and of itself. So uh, even for you as a mom, I don't know how you look at it, and I know you. We, if you want to talk about it briefly, I know you said that you write in the book too. So I know that that book focuses on like the different generations and stuff. So, oh, yeah, I forgot. So, <laughs> no, no, um, no, yeah, it's kind of the opposite, not the opposite, but it's kind of the inverse of the Will Smith book, like where he talks about a lot about his dad and what I'm writing more on is about my mother and my grandmother so it's nice to read his side like from the male perspective and then to also see the way he raised his daughter and his son like I mean I don't necessarily agree with the way they act now but growing up like they were always you know him putting Jaden in that's his name right Mm -hmm. right yeah, the you know the way he had Jaden in the movies with him and Pursuit of Happiness that was like a great movie. Yes. And then even with Willow, how she was like pretty much her own entrepreneur and doing all the stuff that she was doing, he kind of broke the cycle of like this to an extent of this like demanding father that you know well we made it out and you have to be in you know, business. So you have to do, um, not show business, but you have to do like corporate America. You have to make money. Like he was like, no, you can be an artist and still make money. You can be just like me. Like these are not, he doesn't see himself as a miracle. He's just like, we're just talented people. And I'm just going to teach you how to cultivate your talent. So I appreciated that, you know, and his children are very artistic. Um, Yes. You know, and even his relationship with Jada is cool, you know, when they're not beefing. Right. (laughs) I appreciate that. And, like, even seeing, like, Black Love and people love to post pictures of them. Like, when, you know, back in the day. Yeah. You know, he was always respectful of her and loving on her. Yeah, everybody wanted a Will of Jada. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was, like, a goal. Well, it still is. I mean, the Will and Jada in a relationship, not Will and Jada after retirement. Like, right? <laughs> yeah. 
So, yeah, the, the book, the book is good. The book is good. My book is coming on. His book is I. Will's, I'm saying. Oh, I Will's book is. Yeah, yeah. I'm enjoying okay. it. The book is good. <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense. Yes, yes. My brain. No, it was crazy because she said his book is all right, but she pointed towards me. So I was like, what are you talking about? <laughs> no, I'm saying his book is good. I love, I like his writing style. I like the goals. The I like the fact that he's helping me set goals through his writing. And I like the way he formatted the book, the way you said. Um, yeah, especially like the one words for like each chapter. Yes. As uh, it just paints the picture for you right there of what it's going to be about, the theme of it. Yeah. Um, you know, so. I like how focused it is. Yes. Oh, last thing I want to mention before we wrap this up. Um, when we went to the theater, uh, the artist who made the cover of the book, he was at the event. And they had like a wall, um, you know, with uh, a, a stage of Will's life. Right. Um, and at each theater that he toured at, like there was a different wall. Uh, so I forgot which one it was that we had. I think it was like the Fresh Prince version. Yep. Uh, we went there and they had this, he had this like activity more or less where you could take a marker and write like one word on the, um, you know, on the, on, on, on a on brick. The art, on the brick yeah. So that was cool. And the funny thing was when we did it, we both Broke ended up word. having the same word. Right. So, uh, I wrote purpose, but I went before her and she was like, Oh, that's crazy. I was going to write that too. So then she put Nia, yeah. you know, as the Kwanzaa principle. Uh, and that, and that was cool. Uh, you know, and I, and I just, I find it funny that that's where our minds were at, you know, uh, simultaneously and and we do that a lot where we end up like thinking similar thoughts so um yeah i just yeah you know without the other stuff without the entanglements you know yeah you know so uh (laughs) we're gonna try to keep it that way but um everything's everything was cool and i just um i i'm trying to focus now on on my purpose and uh especially again now as a father like what is my my purpose as a father and what kind of legacy am i leaving behind and what blueprint should my child follow you know uh what does it mean to be a hill you know that's like a big thing for me uh and you know as as kirk's child you know what how would i want my child to be, you know, uh, what qualities would I want to instill in them and what things from me should they learn from, you know, things from me that they should learn not to do. Uh, I think, I think about that as well, you know, uh, and it's a process, but we're figuring it out and, uh, we'll, we'll just see what happens, but, uh, thank you all for listening. It's been a cool journey. Thank you, Lenora, for doing this with me. Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) I appreciate that. Yeah. Had to had to do that. So um (laughs) thank you all again and we'll catch you on the next episode of the review. Take care.